Welcome to the month of November and welcome to the number one soccer card podcast in the world. This is Soccer Cards United. My name is Jason. I'm here with my co-host Enzo. Enzo, hello. Hello, Jason. How is your head from the party that we both attended on Saturday night? It is a lot better than it was Sunday. Yeah. I was... Uh, I see ibuprofen on your desk, so... That's right, yeah. <laughs> you can see some ibuprofen there on my desk. You can see some vitamin C tablets over there. Oh, you look after yourself well. I was... I just went for four litres of water the next day. Did me the trick. Yeah, well, I was trying... And I some co- pizza pockets. Pizza pockets? Yeah, they weren't great. Hmm. Um, what's a pizza pocket? It's like a little square pizza folded in half. It's Goodfellas. It's one of the Goodfellas things. Oh, one of the Goodfellas oven. products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't great. They, they've, they have better products. Okay, so that's a swing and a miss there for yeah. the good people. Can I say, them. though, the month of November, that's a big open. Yeah. That's our yeah. birthday month. Yeah, people may not know this. We were born one day apart from each other. Um, but the way it works out was... Well, we'll tell you. <laughs> I thought you were about to do it. No, I was no, no. excited. It's an important uh, technicality. It's different days on the calendar, but it's only a few hours apart. And it's in the same hospital. It's a whole story. We'll tell you halfway through the month of November. <laughs> Um, we'll unless it. we told it last November. We, I don't. Maybe it's like a tradition. Like, have we been doing like, podcast a calendar year? Oh, certainly we have. We started in June 2020, July 2020. Jesus, my head is gone. That's how it's my head November is. November 2021. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I think we might have done it, but I think there's a lot of new people, so I think it we're going like to have to. It could be like a tradition. Every year we'll do it. Every year we tell the story. If I had my way, it would be every episode. And every year everyone goes, "We don't need to hear this. This is not about soccer cards." No, I think if we say it enough times, the doctor will eventually listen to the podcast and be like, "Hold on." Yeah. Doctor gets into the hobby. Yeah, we have to grow the hobby so that the doctor from the story <laughs> eventually starts collecting cards mm. and finds this podcast and becomes such a fan that he listens to every episode and on whatever the next November is. Yeah, here's that story. That's the new goal. Wow! So stay that's tuned. our northern light. Is that the no- that's our northern north star. star? North star. So sorry, but northern lights. There or something. <laughs> Listen, they're definitely something in my they're, head. Yeah, I thought was better than it was. Um, no, it was good. I love the energy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, let's talk about football to start. It's been a very busy week. Um, maybe we should just start off with, actually, just to say that Ronald Koeman was sacked by Barcelona Oh, no. Week. I wasn't expecting that, Jason. No, neither was I. But it just came to me, and I was, it filled me with a little bit of glee. <laughs> so, I just wanted to bring it up. Um, and there's an old clip of us from the Trey podcast. When he get, got, the, got the job... We were very critical of the appointment. We didn't necessarily think it would go too well. No. And then whenever he came up after that, we would always bring up the fact that he was a failed Everton manager and he couldn't handle the job. No. In fairness to him, no. No. no not good. Um, and actually, one of the th- one of the great failings of Ronald Koeman's tenure as Barcelona manager was that under his tenure, Lionel Messi left the club. He'll always be remembered for that, but it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault, but... It did happen. Bad omen. If you remember when he first came in, he had the whole thing with Messi where he said, uh, you're going to do it my way or the highway. Yeah, yeah. And it, in the end, they both ended up leaving. Yeah, they both. Yeah, no. It destroyed them both. No, that's a battle. That's a battle, yeah. The unstoppable object of Lionel Messi meets the immovably thick force of Ronald <laughs> <Cooper>. <laughs> Uh, and then we know what happens in that. And that's, that's footballing theatre yeah, for us There all. you go. That's something to think of. But speaking of Messi, mm. on Friday night, yeah, um, there was a big game at the Parc du Prince in Paris. PSG were facing the reigning champions of Liga, Lille. Um, 
and Lionel Messi started the game. He was a doubt before the game. He had a small muscle uh, problem, apparently. He started at a false nine, mm-hmm. uh, flanked by uh, Neymar and Angel Di Maria. And then he was taken off at half time. Doesn't happen very often for Leo Messi. No. PSG were, were losing at half time after a goal by the informed Jonathan David of Canada. And it was well set up by someone, I can't remember who. Burak Yilmaz. Oh, yes, yes, yes. A um, professional. A professional. The big the big Turkish veteran. Yeah, what a man. And so Messi gets taken up at halftime and uh, was put on them by the uh, perpetually upset and tormented Mauro Riccardi. <laughs> um, his thing with, with, his, with his wife at the moment. I've missed a lot of that, but I don't fully understand it. I think there was a whole thing with... Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, Mauro Riccardi is Wanda Riccardi, Wanda Riccardi. Who was an Italian... Uh, I'm going to like rag like they love her is what I'm, they love to yeah, hit you yeah, know yeah. it's she's a tabloid queen in, queen Italy, in Italy for the yeah. good and mostly the bad like they love and to rip into her she was previously in a relationship with Lopez is it Lopez yeah um, Maxi Lopez Maxi it? Lopez I believe um, and then uh, this is not a scandal podcast by the way no and then Icardi um, swooped, swooped in, in got her out Said, come here, you. Yeah, took her to Paris. Their, their sex life is well publicised. Too much. Too much. And um, then apparently they broke up and back together. And so Mario Cardi is just, he never seems, it never seems, to, whenever you hear about the, their relationship and it's where they're breaking up or getting back together or whatever, he never seems to have decided on any of it. So he's oh, like this kind She's of pathetic figure who's just been always just <laughs> you know, dragged from place to place. But I think, was there not like photos of him with another woman? Because one day Cardi posted something and I, I like translated it and it was something along the lines of, yeah, like I'm one day Cardi, these are whores kind of thing, right? Like enjoy your whores, like I'm a fucking queen, yeah. And I was like, this woman is a fucking mess, yeah. It's too much. And then you're getting all this chaos and drama at home, mm. and you have to go to work at fucking PSG, which is the most soap opera club. Yeah, you can think of this fella must just be an emotional wreck. I, I love that PSG were like, who who will we bring in to yeah. fix this mess? Yeah. Icardi. Icardi. This is the man we Icardi. So Messi off, Icardi on. <laughs> and eventually, uh, Marquinhos, uh, Captain Marquinhos, scored on 74 minutes. He's a top quality player, doesn't get enough respect. He's great, isn't he? And then Angel Di Maria. Also fantastic. Brilliant. That was a great goal. Uh, I was glued to that game. Bam! 88 minutes, scores the winner. Big, uh, yeah. And I heard on another podcast. Oh. Um, soccer podcast? Yes. Uh, now, no, not soccer card podcast oh no there's only one of them there's only one of them but that this is the fourth time that PSG have won 2-1 in Liga on this season where the winning goal has been scored after the 87th minute yeah they're kind of they're going mad in France they want Pochettino out they think he's playing crap football even though he's 10 points clear at the top of the league yeah, and top of the Champions League group but he's scraping all that, to he's be honest. Scraping and it. with the team of stars. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the results on paper look good. The performances have been very bad. Yeah, he's just not... I mean, for all the money, they still had a midfield of Ghana Gay, Daniel Pierre, Pereira and Gini Wijnaldum. That's not... See, because Vratti's always injured. Yeah. Or suspended. <laughs> he's always injured or suspended. One of yeah. the two. Um, yeah. And he's their kind of high-quality midfielder. Yeah. And there's not a lot of depth past that, which is a bit bizarre when you think Strange, of how, isn't it? how much money they've put into the front line. Hmm. So there you go. That was that was so Messi 
presumably, if he's fit, we'll play against Orby Leipzig in the Champions League this week. And I would say... And he's had more joy in the Champions League with, with Power PSG. That's right. Oh, I heard in Ligue 1 he's the player... Uh, the only player... Uh, of all the players that are yet to score in Ligue 1 this season, which he hasn't scored, he has taken the most shots. Oh, wow. So he's he's shooting. But he's shooting more so out of frustration because he hasn't got a goal. That's true. But I also think it's really difficult when you're not playing for a Barcelona team that really create space by passing but yeah. you're still playing for a team playing against teams that sit so deep true doesn't suit them no um, and apparently I, d- I didn't see the, the, the PSG game but apparently my old mate Renato Sanchez had a good game a good 60 minutes and he faded ah, it's tough yeah it's tough it's tough being an almost wonder kid Jason. yeah um, but he was fantastic for 60 minutes yeah like had he continued doing what almost, he was doing. Yeah, you can track the PSG comeback to when Sanchez became less dominant in yeah, the game. Yeah, 100%. Wow. You could see it so clearly between in front of your eyes just yeah. because he was so dominant and then I can so even see there, there. just to back up what you're saying, I can see there he has a, he got a yellow card on 57 minutes because ah. he was flagging. Yeah. He was going, ah, come here. Ah. Yeah, he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. There you wow. go, Jason. I would expect Messi to uh, he was brilliant. mess up Orby Leipzig, by the way. Yeah, the fair. Week. He was brilliant. Sanchez was. Oh, so good. Mm. Really controlling the game. Um, So then, on Saturday, there was another big game. Uh, speaking of sackings with Ronald Koeman, there was a game in the Premier League between Tottenham Hotspur and Manchester United. Speaking of a GOAT who recently moved club this transfer window. Come on, Jason. That's right. One getting subbed off at halftime. No, he was not. No, the other one was. Oh, one was. Yeah. The other one was not. He was starting up front with Edison Cavani. And scoring a cracking goal. Mm. So, they came into this game, Spurs and Manchester United, both managers under pressure. Very fair to say. Yeah. Um, it seemed to be that that if anyone got beaten by a heavy margin, they're probably going to get sacked the morning. Anyone got beaten at all. Um, <clears throat> and Spurs were beaten 3 0. Uh, Nuno Spirito Santo was sacked then. We'll get into that. But the actual game itself, interestingly, Solskjaer uh, changed. Tactics for the game. He had the Varane, Maguire, Lindelof at the back. Then we had Scott McTominay mm. kind of playing there in the defensive midfield role. And then Bruno Fernandez and uh, Fred in front of him. And then Wan Bissaka playing as a right wing back. Luke Shaw playing as a left wing back. And then a seventy combined seventy years old up front. Nice of the thirty four year old Edison Cavani and the thirty six year old uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, both of whom scored. And looked uh, much fitter and much more mobile than the 27-year-old, 28-year-old Harry Kane. Oh, yeah. Oh, Harry Kane's a mess. Harry Kane's a mess. He He's struggling, isn't like, he? Like, who would want to sign him at this stage? And, oh, he's kind of fucked. He just he still hasn't gotten fit. No. He's not playing well. He's not linking up with anybody. Mm-mm. Oh, he's God. not even fighting. No, it's just sad what's happened to Harry Kane. He doesn't want to be there. Doesn't want to be there. I wouldn't want to be there. Right? <laughs> no one um, wants to be there. So, what do you think of the the new formation there from uh, from United? Um, safe. No wingers. Say. Yeah, no wingers, and the wing backs that aren't very attacking. Yeah, Juan um, Bissaka was actually interestingly much more adventurous than Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw is usually the one that's. Which is bizarre. I think. Uh, yeah, it was. They were set up. Let's not concede a goal. Um, yeah. It's funny because it's like, let's not concede a goal, but they didn't really have pace on the counter, so it was really bizarre. Yeah, uh, Ronaldo's goal was lovely. That was, But that's it, it was just a moment of brilliance. I think they had three moments in the game and they kept the game tight, but they yeah. didn't... 
I wouldn't call the performance good. No, Rashford came on and and uh, and scored there to make it a three nil in the end, which probably flattered Man United a little bit. I didn't mm-hmm. think they were three goals better than Spurs over the ninety minutes. No, um, but Spurs just couldn't seem to provide anything. Um, there was a bit of fun being poked at Rafa Varane on the Soccer Cards United Twitter account by myself. I missed that. Yeah, he did a big tweet after the game, like, tough week, but that was just a reaction wanted. Huge performance, huge three points, back to winning ways or something. And I uh, quote tweeted him and I said, all right, mate, calm down. It's only Spurs, <laughs> um, which I thought was, was funny um, and something that our hero Roy Keane would certainly oh, he'd be love. proud of. I like to think. Um, yeah, he might be talking about that next time they're playing. Maybe yeah, he might be saying when they lose in Bergamo, he, he, or I think they're going to Old Trafford. I think no, no, no go to Bergamo. Bergamo yeah. yeah, when they yeah. lose in Bergamo, um, I'm sure he'd be saying, "You have players like Varane, four Champions League trophies, <laughs> and he's here tweeting after beating Spurs. Yeah, Spurs, training Spurs. Yeah, this fellow won three Champions Leagues in a row and a World celebrating Cup. on yeah. Twitter for beating Spurs. <laughs> it's Spurs. Of course, you go out and beat them. You played in the Premier League. You paid good wages. <laughs> That's your job. That's your job. That's your job to beat Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Anyway, Nuno, sorry to all the Spurs fans out there. Um, Nuno Espirito Santo got sacked. Um, he seemed like a... a <coughs> he wasn't happy. He wasn't happy to be there. He's like, Raul Jimenez isn't here. Yeah. And um, I also heard, here. just I didn't notice, but I heard that one of the reasons why his tenure didn't work out seems to be that he thought when he left Wolves that two of his Wolves assistants were going to go with him and they didn't like, no, they just is... stayed in Wolverhampton <laughs> like it's nicer it's not we like it we're not going to Spurs no or if they're about as good as us and w- no one expects us to do anything really we're just yeah. Wolves yeah no. um, so that was that so he was kind of just this lonely figure on the touchline yeah um, and then missing a lot of Portuguese players yeah to keep them company not having a nice time and having struggled. to try communicate with Harry Kane no easy feat no easy feat at all. No. <laughs> um, so then, that was that. And so it's like, who's going to replace uh, Nuno? And out of nowhere, well, not out of nowhere, he was their first choice before his, <laughs> before they eventually settled on Nuno, um, who apparently was the seventh or eighth choice for Spurs manager. Well, I don't know how. And knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the players knew that. Yeah, yeah. And he only got like a short-term contract. Like He's not yeah. getting a big payout either. Very bizarre. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? So um, it's not good. Not good because you're coming in, you're saying we're going to do it this way, and everyone's like, "They didn't even want you. you." Yeah. So really? Antonio Conte, mm. uh, so desperate to get back in the in the game of management that he seems to have uh, flown to London today, Monday, Aye. to meet with uh, uh, Patri uh, Pat Patrici, is that is it? Pat uh, Patrici, I think, is the okay. the, uh, the former Juventus sporting director now at Spurs, and Daniel Levy. Mm. and um, Conte looking to take over at Spurs. I feel like a lot of Chelsea managers end up managing Spurs. Mm. Respect the London rivalry or don't. Yeah, I don't think Chelsea would consider Yeah, fair. That's another shot at Spurs. Yeah. Well, as Antonio Conte once said, winning at at Chelsea is an expectation. Winning at Spurs is a fantasy or something. It was like, it's a hope. I think he said it's a hope at Spurs is an expectation at Chelsea. So maybe he wants a bit more of a relaxed life. Yeah, or maybe he says, I can really sink my teeth into these fellas. I mean, he can. Um, but. Conte at Spurs is interesting because. Conte anywhere is interesting. Yeah. You know there's going to be conflict. You know that there's going to be players that have to get fit. Yeah. 
um, and he won't accept. I think he'll turn Son into a more of a monster than he is, like a disgusting yeah player. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll be very very successful. Um, I mean, sorry, I'm just gonna have a look here. And they and have see. the wing backs to be fair, like Matt Doherty and Regulon, coached by Matt Doherty's a perfect Conte yeah wing back. <clears throat> Regulon as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I think it'll be very interesting. Obviously, we know from previous Conte systems, we know what he's going to play. He's going to play a three-five-two-two, or yeah, or yeah, or a three. Or, sorry, a three-four-one-two. Maybe there'll mm-hmm. be some. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody in behind um, Harry Kane and Human Son. We don't know, but it's very interesting. And it's basically can he take the culture at Spurs and turn it's it so into funny a, because I feel like that's culture. every manager like anytime they bring in a good manager it's like can he implement what he has done his entire career can that can that unstoppable force yeah break the immovable bottle nature of Spurs yeah and so far Spurs are undefeated that's right the Spurs bottle is undefeated you can't like even Mourinho like he went there yeah you know he got sacked before a final like that could but have even that, that but that was like the but that is that Spurs is what that I'm saying. Spurs yeah. is like he, it got so Spursy it got so close to a trophy and with a serial had, winner they had to implode yeah they couldn't face it It was getting too it was too yeah. risky yeah it was no, only no. one game he might win yeah he no, might no, win no no no. No, no 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 but that's what I'm saying so and like for me I think Conte is the ultimate yeah like it didn't surprise me at all that Inter won the league when when they no. signed him. I just have so much faith in him as a manager. I'm, like, it'll be interesting to see him at Spurs because, again, so messy of a club yeah. and then so good of a manager. But I would have preferred to see him maybe go to Man United where he could have went. Yeah, but I think as well, I, I think Spurs may want... Um, may want may need more of a steal. I think United fans, I don't think, would be... Delighted with, uh, with Conte. Conte's football. <clears throat> um, even though there is a stereotype of Conte that he's... Defensive. Um, defensive and he's not he just demands everyone defend everyone to defend and then everyone to attack yeah so you he's just energy shuttling up and down the whole time which I think will actually be better at Spurs than trying to get some of them United players to do that yeah because it's it's one thing to tell Cristiano Ronaldo you need to run up down the pitch but Harry Kane it's like do what you're not playing yeah I'll just start on up front alone yeah or or whoever I need I'll do whatever I need to do <laughs> I'll do anything um, it is like more like actual personalities characters and world class players that like like Pogba, Ronaldo, yeah. like they've kind of got away with having to have a huge high work rate because they're world class. So there would have been, but that would have been fun to watch as well. It would have been, it would have been. Um, but I think if I, you know, because the problem I think with Conte at United would have been that in the matchup between the stars and Conte and the fans and the fans, the players would always did win, did win. Whereas at Spurs, he's gonna have a fucking chokehold on. If them it's all. Antonio Conte versus the Spurs squad, yeah, come on. pick Antonio Conte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the Spurs squad. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, I'm excited. I want to see him back in management. Yeah. So there's a few names being floated around from Syria. A. Uh, he's interested in a new central defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Christian Romero uh, played central defense in a back three at Atalanta while uh, Conte was in Syria. But he's talking about. Alessandro Bastoni, who he brought in, mm-hmm. or he was managing at, at uh, Inter. Inter. Stefan de Free, who he was also managing at Inter. And Matthias de Ligt, who's at uh, Juventus right now. Um, there's talk of Brozovic, who he had at Inter. Yeah. Uh, AC Milan's from Kessier. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. No chance. Hands off, Kessier. Hands off. Um, Federico Chiesa, although Chiesa would not go to Spurs, I don't think. Um, and uh, Dusan Vlajevic of Fiorentina, who we're going to talk about a little bit later in the that show. That would be a big one to get. As well. So, 
that's that, that's I'm very excited to see to see Conte at Spurs. He's he's no joke. Um, he hasn't been appointed yet, though. No, he no. It looks like it. It looks like he's going to be. We will know on Thursday. Yeah, but we won't know because we're only here on Monday. That's true. Um. So yeah, that'll be very interesting to to see. Uh, but I think one thing to watch out for, and I want to put this down early because it may affect. You know, oh, might be something to look back on. You know, one of those moments where we get to say, as we said on this very show. This yeah, yeah, just, and we don't have the snipper. Yeah. We don't, yeah, somebody, know, if you're listening, take notes of when I said this. Um, Antonio Conte does not do well when he has to play three games a week. European games don't seem to do well because the training is so intense and there's so mm. much preparation involved. So if Spurs get him now, I would, if I was a Spurs fan, I would be hoping not to be in Europe in any capacity next season. Oh. So that you don't have any midweek football because you can see the benefits of not having any midweek football when you look at no, but Ar- Arsenal stop. this season. It's true. No, no, Conte no, no, does no, no, have no, no, a very poor record but, for three three match game weeks. But what you just said, I'm not denying that, but what you just said, this yeah. is key. You should hope you're not in Europe in any capacity. And the assumption is so then you can focus on the league. Mm-hmm. But they're never going to win the league. So why not? The only mm, they're Spurs. So the only benefit of focus on the league is to get European football, which you've just wished them away. This season, yeah, because they're not going to get the Champions League this season. Mm, no, but oh, so you're just saying stay away from the Europa you League? Don't need the Europa League, and then you'll get into the Champions League. That's right. Oh, we can't. Oh, okay. and you could win a cup. Yeah, you, you know, you win the FA Cup, you get in the Champions League. Wow, huge success! You did it. You did it. <coughs> um, so that's just all I want. I'm excited that. to see how that will implode. Yeah, the end of the Conte era yeah. is going to be iconic, yeah. and I think we're going to get some great interviews. Yeah. Um, he's going to be like you know those pictures you see don't you ever saw the picture of Abraham Lincoln before the American Civil War and after the American <laughs> Civil War and he looks like a ghost he's aged so much yeah that's true. whatever hair Conte has he's going to hold oh, no, his face his hair oh yeah, yeah because we said Conte is the man who showed up one day with hair and no one said no <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. so we're going to know that if whether or not that hair is real because but, if it is real he won't have any left by the time he's finished his yeah, at least it'll be grey Mm. he's going to have to dye it great just for effect like, <laughs> no one's going to buy that I'm not stressed um, right he always looks so sad when things are going bad he does sad and angry yeah yeah. Um, it was a good week and for our teams Enzo starting with uh, my Atletico Madrid beating Real Betis uh, 3-0 at the Wanda Metropolitano Slashing rain Wanda Oh. Um, it was lashing rain in uh, Madrid, and Atleti had a very very good performance. Um, Joao Felix came off the bench mm. and scored a nice goal to make it three nil. We'd like to hear that. It was good. Um, so Atleti go up around the top of the table. It's very tight up there at the minute. And it was five teams. I think we're in a point of each other. Okay. Wow. Um, and Are Barcelona in that mix? No, no. Didn't think so. They're way. Whoa, whoa. No, no. Not after Ronald Koeman was there. No. Um, oh, but by the way, just we should mention that uh, the B team manager has taken over Barcelona and they're in talks with Xavi. See, El Sad came out and said, Xavi's our manager. Yeah. Fuck off. Because what do we know of people that are employed in Qatar? It's very difficult to get out of Qatar. They're holding with Xavi's your head. passport. With your head. With your head, yeah. So... Um, they're holding his passport and they won't let him they just let him send money back home to his family <laughs> um, 
so and it's so funny because Xavi was the one that's always coming out and telling us about oh no these workers in Qatar they're actually fine yeah they and now he is the want. worker that can yeah speaking and, of Qatar I'm going to cut into yeah. something that's not on the docket right okay Norway as we know for a long time have been trying to boycott the Qatar World Cup they've yeah. come out with shirts along with I think the Netherlands and Germany and a few others apparently they're kind of still leaning towards the boycott <laughs> they've yet they've yet to um throw away their morals yeah that's good and i think there, there's like whispers and rumors that um fifa will ban norway from the 2026 world cup if, if they, they if they boycott 2022. 2022 yeah and it was something about the uefa competition i don't know but i'm pretty sure basically was saying like the golden generation will have until i think 2030 is when they'll be able to play a major competition if the boycott and the sanctions go wow. ahead I don't think they'll sanction them because I think that's going to bring so much awareness to what's happening already. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But well, it's looking like the 2026 World Cup could be a ban, which obviously from the hobby point of view, Erling Haaland... Would be terrible. Two World Cups. Again, they could still qualify because it is a broader tournament. People will be like, no worry, we aren't going to qualify anyway, but they actually could and they have a yeah, golden yeah. generation. But it'll be a golden generation that won't be allowed potentially play at what is the most stimulating tournament in terms of price hobby and hype price. and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Could be crazy. Something to keep an eye on. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, so, that's mad. Yeah. So, sorry. Xavi could be taken in. Could be taken over Barcelona. Xavi managing Gavi, I think, just boosts Gavi's Xavi name-esque yeah, hype yeah, 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 even yeah. more. Yeah, definitely. Unless he drops him because of his name. You know what I mean? Yeah, your man, uh, Ricky Pooj, would would play under, oh, under yeah. Xavi. I don't know if you're sitting out there on some Ricky Pooj rookie cards. That's like Xavi's nephew or something. Your time has come. Xavi will, will like him very much. Um, and Atletico are going to Anfield this week and it, the game at the Metropolitano between Atletico and, and Liverpool was so good hmm. that I'm really excited um, about I'm that. excited and scared for it all Milan are against Porto which is a must win game that's right we have no points I don't think in the group yet no I saw Milan last night playing Roma 2-1 victory first time Jose Mourinho has lost a home game in Italy ever wow. in the league I think in the league yeah 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 that's nuts. That's huge. That's huge. Jose Mourinho's Roma beaten by Stefano Pioli's Milan. Milan. Um, it was a brilliant game. It was end-to-end stuff. It was... Oh, yeah. Energetic. Energetic. It was filthy. It was vibey. There was a, a disallowed was ball vibey. from Rafa Liao. That got when Oh, that was Jacket great. Chested it over the defence. Oh, so brilliant. Nonchalantly. See, he never used to do that. Yeah, yeah. He used to be that player that had no final... No calmness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No nothing. No couth. No. No couth. No couth. And he hit it so casually above the keeper's yeah. head, back down and headed in. I think they do you know what they call that? They call <coughs> it a sombrero. That's that I think yeah. it's called in football. That was amazing. Yeah. Um we had uh at the tip of the, the Roma spear we had Tammy Abraham playing against his old mate Figo Tamori, uh in, in central defence. They've known each other since they were six years old. The Fucking Chelsea hell. Academy, and now they're playing against each other in a huge and game the, in Italy. The Chelsea Academy is no joke. No, no joke at all. As we know. Um, even Conor Gallagher, who's a Hold Chelsea on. Lonely, yeah. Move that Luis Suarez. Wait, this one? No, no, one? yes. No, but like, get, I don't want to, I'm trying to podcast oh, here. Don't look at this I don't want Suarez, Suarez shushing me oh. for scoring a goal against Milan. I'll put slick yeah, there. yeah, you will. Have respect. Sorry. No, that's okay. But that's him. But that's not. It's not a top. No, that, that wasn't against us. Yeah. Um. 
So Milan are keeping pace with Napoli at the top of the table. Uh, what a title race is turning into in Italy. Yeah, I think I think there was a. They said something last night. They said I think only three and or four. I think four. Only four times in Italian history has a team won ten of their first twelve games, and this season two more have been added to that because both Milan and Napoli have. Wow. So they've been really setting a pace, and it's been really fun to watch. And I hope Napoli implode. Yeah, it's been, it's been great though. Um, the uh, like the Milan Napoli games that are going to come up are oh, going to be huge. Fucking like in, oh, those are games I'd love to go to, but also it will be better for my life. Yeah. to not be there. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah, yeah. dangerous, especially cool. in Naples. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, after the game, uh, Roma were denied a penalty, and uh, right at the at the uh, the end. Um, Jose Mourinho was not happy and yeah, he said right. after the game he did a version of I prefer not to speak if I speak I'm in big trouble mm-hmm. um, and, and and Jose has several including Brian for American as Brian Reynolds who came from FC Dallas the fullback he's completely out of the squad during for match day so was a couple of a few others D.O.R. I think as well Jose has very quickly gone from coming into Roma to Saying if I speak, I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I'm in big trouble. To dropping people out of the squad and never even giving them the light of day uh, or the time of day. The Jose process is getting quicker. Every club he goes to, it's working less and less well. Mm. Do you know? He's ready for a January transfer window of purchases. Yeah. He's not. He's not waiting for the summer. Doing. Yeah. He's. Is he free? He's not waiting for the summer. Yeah. He wants his clear out now. Yeah. Definitely does. Oh, he yeah. definitely does. Um, so I suppose uh, some of the American listeners may hear in the next upcoming international break some talk of uh, maybe wondering why is Brian Reynolds not in around the US man's he's not playing at club level. Mm. Um, I reckon Joe Scally is he is he a right fullback or is he a left fullback? I can't remember. I think he's left. He's left. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't know. But he's a fullback, fair. American fullback. So that's enough for me to know. Um, that is enough. That's enough. I think it's like. An acceptable level of knowledge. Yeah, you knew his first and second name. That's fine. I know who he plays for. I don't have to know what side he plays on. Okay, that's fair. I'm not an encyclopedia. He could be interchangeable on both sides. He probably is. Given how talented these Americans are these days, he probably is. Damn. There we go. I gave him a compliment. I brought it home. Um, that's loads of football. I that's think. a lot of football, Jason. Yeah. The, the takeaway is Milan are winning the league. I don't know if that was the takeaway, but and I'm happy to support it. Gonna claw back our Champions League campaign okay don't look to the floor when I, I'm, I'm just looking away I don't want I just don't like that in a pre-Champions League like a Champions League game week it starts yeah. tomorrow and the next day you have me sitting here in this podcast staring directly at an image of Suarez scoring a destructively um, controversial late winner against Milan I didn't realise it was there directly just staring at me oh. that's you know I know you're telling me my Champions League hopes. Now, and then I replace him with it with a with, with a, a man that's trying to stop us winning the league. Card. I know, oh. I noticed. And you know what? It's fine. It's hostile. I'm sorry. It's hostile. Yeah. But what I'm gonna say is, but that's what gives the show no. its tension. <clears throat> no, I want to go home. <laughs> no, I am. Um, this this week we're gonna win our Champions League game. We're gonna have three points, Jason. Against Porto. Against Porto. Is it at the San Zero? It is, I believe. I think I think it is because you were in yeah you were in port I think we were in Portugal I think you were I don't know Pretty anyway sure um, Griezmann is suspended for the Atletico game because of the high kick the last time so Joao Felix is definitely going to start against Liverpool so that's exciting for all of you definitely start is a big statement yeah because Lamar is injured Llorente is injured oh shit and Griezmann is suspended 
So you're going to get beaten. Maybe. Oh, no, do you know, we're about to see some filthy parked bus football from... I don't think you will. I don't know. It'll actually probably be a front tray. <laughs> um, sure, we'll see. It'll be good. But I, 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 I'm excited to hear whatever happens in the Atletico game. Yeah. It, it could be a front five. And the commentator will still say, Simeone's come here tonight <laughs> to park the bus to be very solid. And it's like, that's not... That's not what's happening that's in front of you. That's not what's happening at all. You're projecting. You're what you think. <laughs> you're projecting your own... <laughs> your own uh, pre- prejudices so do you think Mo Salah will continue his form I do I nah. think he's very good at least Yano Black could potentially help you yeah you brought me a lovely yeah I was nice today that was a piece that was like you know a peace offering peace offering of good luck in the Champions League we're gonna both succumb we're both gonna get out of this yeah 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 we're both gonna win our respective leagues we're in this together and you just handed fucking Suarez straight, straight into me after a bullshit a bullshit call like we should have won that game don't mind getting a draw yeah and you're sitting here all smug with your new glasses I got glasses everyone. yeah now 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 I don't think they're nice how about that oh no yeah my worst fear realised <laughs> um, for the listener I went uh, to the opticians a couple of weeks ago and um, got some glasses uh, for occupational use um, wow yeah because I've been struggling to focus on screens and read and all the production I do for this show was really oh, yeah, taking yeah, yeah. and the strain editing, on your eyes. You know when you're editing and you're just trying oh, to get when that, you're editing. When you're editing and you're just trying to get that exact edit point. Just so yeah, 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 I couldn't yeah. quite see it. Um but now now that I have my You're glasses, saying you're saying you're gonna pull out like kind of a a claim against soccer cards united just you know yeah, a work related work related injury you're as but we treat you as bad as the qataris <laughs> treat the world cup stadium yeah. that's what you're telling me i'm not even from here you're going blind i'm danish damn you won't let me leave the country you have oh, to no. stay and do the this podcast is, this is my passport um so, right i keep looking at jan oblak just uh, just out of affection i suppose let's move on to hobby hq hobby hq hobby hq the part of the show where we talk about the hobby a lot happened a lot happened Jesus. And we have to start with the Tops UEFA Champions League Deco. Art Deco. 2021 set that came out. This was a very interesting set. We previewed it on the last podcast. Then it came out on Wednesday. Um, It was available on the Tops EU websites. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, there was none on Tops.com. I think it was an EU exclusive. Um, and there was some on soccercardsunited.com by the way yeah the mailing list ate it up and a lot of people were messaging me saying they, they missed out on a box <sighs> which is sad I think some people went to the promotions tab yeah by the way if you're if you have if you're on the mailing list first of all if you're not on the mailing list from soccercardsunited.com so you missed out on a deal you missed out on a deal I would say we sold it for 175 I think eBay was fairly consistent at 330 right maybe down to 300 just today one went for 330 seven euro yeah. plus shipping clean from the uk i would say can i say if anyone we had a max of two if anyone bought two i would recommend flipping one would you based on them prices i think so because you basically pay for you the two that you bought yeah I, I just like our pricing kind of comes like we, we don't ever really want to mark up too much but we also kind of wanted the box has to justify the price and yeah, for yeah. me i think the resale is a bit nuts on them yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, otherwise, we've seen it. If we, yeah, because otherwise we would have priced higher. We could have priced higher if we wanted to. We didn't. Like, you know, but yeah. what I'm saying is, if I bought just two boxes, I would love to rip one. I would definitely flip the other at those resale value prices. Right, okay. That's that just sense. my advice, I would say. 
Okay. Um, so it came out, and what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yes, what I was going to say was, if you didn't catch it on um, on Tops, first of all, if you're not following us on Twitter, we always tweet out the link to you, Tops UK and Tops uh, Germany as well. Um, we don't respect the other top sides. No. Tops fans, we're not interested. Top Spain, no, no. We don't want it. <clears throat> so... Um, and then we have on soccerunited.com there's the mailing list subscribe to that if you're not subscribed to it, it does, it's on the homepage of the website at the bottom and if you are subscribed to the mailing list but you never see the emails go and add our email address to your contacts because it probably goes to your promotions or your marketing or whatever your email yeah. filter of if choices. it's Gmail it's definitely promotions otherwise it's whatever your stuff yeah. is so just so you see it and it makes it comes up in your main email feed um yeah, this was like one of the first times in a long time that um it was just the mailing list got yeah sold usually out, the you mailing know? list gets told and the mailing list are like that's fine a few people are like, great yeah but no but that sold us out and that was that was good to see yeah so thanks to everybody who who supported us on that one um so just wanted to go, go over the checklist then though there's some interesting people on the checklist here uh we had a base set um there was a mix of photographs, uh, and then there was also some illustrated designs. Oh yes, um, which I thought were really nice. You uh, got into some illustrating the day of the drop. You got very creative. You weren't doing too much in work. That's right. I was in work. And I was in work. I missed like the actual drop hype and everything that had happened. Yeah. So my internet's always bad in work because I'm in the lab. But um, I seen you were getting busy with yeah. Photoshop. I was in there, and um, I was just doing fun little fun little things what I was doing was um, I don't think this was obvious initially to people mm. um, I did because I was thinking what, like, just about, I think I was thinking about Art Deco and I was like oh the Empire State Building then I thought because you know what Halland's always can I say yeah. I'm so uncultured like Art Deco I would sit there for 10 hours I'd never where does the Empire can you explain that link I don't get it Art Deco is a style of art and architecture okay and the Empire State Building is, is built Art in Deco. the Art Deco style okay Um. Anyway, Erling Haaland's always jumping around. Yeah, of course. Um, I thought he kind of looked like King Kong. So at the end of the... Uh, and it's not know, racist because he's white. Continue. Oh, yeah. No, at the end of King Kong, he he's up on the Empire State Building and the fighter jets. Giving it all this. Gives, he's screaming and he has the, the woman in his hand and everything. And I thought it'd be funny to Photoshop him so he looked like King Kong on the Empire State Building. Then I did that. <laughs> and then I thought, what other footballers could I put next to Art Deco buildings? <laughs> what a thought so we had Jude Bellingham sitting on the tarmac at Birmingham Airport's Elmden Terminal okay could happen we had Chelsea stars Romelu Lukaku and Kai Havertz take a jog around the Daily Express building in London okay and to finish it off we had Anthony and Edson Alvarez of Ajax excited for the film to start in the lobby of the Pat de Chichinsky in Amsterdam which is a cinema there <sighs> you showed your culture there well I, I was reading articles about best yeah. art deco Around and the you, you, like the fact that the Chelsea players were in London. Jude went to Birmingham, where we know he's played, and and Anthony and your man have gone to a theatre in in Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, like that's that's right. You were on form. Like I had to compliment you at the end of the day. I was like, "What were you? Who did you did you yeah. sign up?" I had a graphics guy that morning. You did, and maybe your ibuprofen and your vitamin C, a few vitamin C's. I was all, I was all doped up. <laughs> you were doing some mad shit. Um. So yeah, so that was fun. I I really liked the designs. Um. And then the checklist was interesting. We had a whole bunch of uh, base cards. And then we had a Legends uh, checklist. Some cool ones here. Some ones we haven't seen before. Of course, we had Gianluca Vialli. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Everywhere. Henrik Larsson. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was on there. A. Um, Paolo Maldini. Yes. Uh, Pippo Inzaghi. Yes. Uh, Jamie Carragher. Uh, Edward Van der Sar. Diego Costa was on there. 
He's still playing. He's in Legends. He's in Legends. That's, That's it, as good Legends. as you get. That's as good it's as you get. Um, Robbie, they should they should make a Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville dual auto card. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Be brilliant. And it's both sign off on it. Do you know what they should do? What? This is an amazing idea. I don't even know if I should say it on air. Don't. No, I think I should. Don't. 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 Okay. Wow. Everyone hates me right now. Really? But I love me. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just write it down on a piece yeah. of paper and I'm gonna show you what it what it was. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sick of giving people ideas. Right. Okay. I understand. People have been asking me for a lot of ideas this week. Yeah, and you just you you saying I'm not a machine. I'm saying there's a fee for this because I am no, I am a machine. That's the problem. Oh, and no one's paying. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They know I'm a machine. They figured it out. Um, <laughs> you writing with your glasses on is hilarious. That's right, Jason. I'm gonna make fun until Milan get three Champions League points. I'm gonna make fun of your glasses. <laughs> this is big writing. So I'm showing Enzo uh, what what I what I what I just thought of. Oh wow! Really good. Keep that. No, you're not saying. That's, it. You're not that, saying it. But it's really good. You're not saying it, Jason. Okay. I like that idea, though. No, so do I. Okay. And um, we had uh, <laughs> some dual cards as well. Wait, can you give me the pen and the paper? Yeah, do you want to write something back <laughs> yeah, to me? I do. This is highly. No, no. This is not what people listen to the podcast. No, but you know, because I'm, you know what? First of all, I'm gonna take a photo of this. Okay. Because at some point. Can you date it and sign it? Yeah, fine. This oh, is... you think this is actually going to... So what I wrote... Date it and sign it, Jason. That's okay. all I said. I didn't say nothing else. I need a pen back. Nah. But um, sign it below. Yeah, I'm going to sign it below. Good. Um, it's the 1st of November, 2021. I'm going to take a photo of this and I'm going to alter the image. Okay. I need that pen. Fine, take that. the pen. That pen. I'll keep going through the checklist while yeah, you work yeah, yeah, away. Yeah. Um, You're going to love this, by the way. So we have uh, some uh, lineage cards, which are basically like dual um, cards. So we have not autos, but just, you know. So Didier Drogba and Romelu Lukaku, obviously that's a Chelsea lineage. Wesley Schneider and Hakan Chanelongu, that's in the Milan, although Chanelongu hasn't been there that long. Jaden Sancho, Ryan Giggs. Uh, I hope Jaden Sancho is not in a lineage with Ryan Giggs for his sake and his solicitor's sake. Um, Pedri and Javi. Uh, Miguel Gutierrez and Roberto Carlos of Real Madrid I don't think Miguel Gutierrez has quite earned that yeah Van Dijk Jamie Carragher for Liverpool yeah Pedro de Bala and Del Piero for uh, Juventus of course Ante Rebic and Pippo Inzaghi not really no that's weird isn't it that's weird um, so then Here's we your have pen. okay there was a Descendants thing Here's which was page. thank you there was Gio Reyna <laughs> And uh, Giorena card, obviously, he's a descendant of Claudio Arena. Claudio Arena, in case you didn't know, yeah. Paolo and Daniel Maldini, hey, we love it, yeah. Uh, Federico Chiesa, obviously, is the son Enrico. of Enrico Chiesa. Uh, Aiden and Torgan Azard are brothers, and Rafinha and Tiago Alcantara also are brothers. also brothers. Fun fact, even though different nationalities, yeah. Well, they're the same nationality, but they play for different nationalities, yeah. Therefore, different nationalities, that's right, I suppose. Um, <laughs> you even look at the page oh what I, oh, oh sorry the page on. you handed me I'm not used to being <laughs> <laughs> now there's a few one on ones in there that I would that's, like that's um, okay that's by the way that could be maybe what the most frustrating thing in podcasting when the hosts are uh, telling you that's yeah, let no. you in on what edit it out no <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I think it's that bad edit it out yeah I won't <laughs> I won't. Uh, I won't. Because <laughs> of your eyes? Because my eyes, it's too dangerous. 
Um, then we have a prodigy set, which is like um, a mix of rookies and last year's rookies. I think the new ones are Lucas Nemecha, uh, Edouard Michou. Um, that looks like pretty much it. Oh, Ricky Pugin is in there as well, aforementioned. Memorable moments um, from Champions League, and then we have magic numbers, artistry. Oh, artistry is the is, is the illustrated one. Yeah, so yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, Messi, Haaland, Mbappe, Rashford, De Bruyne, and Ronaldo. That set would make a lovely. That's going to be really nice. I think that's like especially because we don't like we know what the Ronaldo and the Messi and the Haaland look like. But mm. We don't know the rest, I believe. Right. So then we have a few autos. Uh, we have uh, legends autos. We have uh, lineage autos. We've a. Uh, Virgil van Dijk and Jamie Carragher duel auto, which mm-hmm. would be a huge hit with um, Liverpool fans. Liverpool fans. We have Prodigy autos, Harvey Elliott, uh, Charles de Ketelaer. Um, did Charles de Ketelaer have autos in last year's products? I think so. Okay. But I'm not sure. Edouard Michou, definitely his first auto. Mohamed Kudus of Ajax, I think probably his first one. Ferran Torres, Ansarno, Fricky Pouge, Dejan Kudusevski, Anthony. And then we have Xavi and Samuel Eto'o duel auto. Nice. Very cool. Paolo Maldini and Pippo Inzaghi. Amazing. As an AC Milan fan, that I want has it. to be a PC oh, I want it. If anyone finds that. If anyone gets it from a box, we sold yeah. them. Talk to me. Uh, Stevie G and J- Jamie Carragher. Again, Liverpool fans love that. And then two triple auto cards. One is Gianfranco Zola, Didier Drogba and John Terry, Chelsea legends. Very good. And then we have Paul Scholes. Although Ryan Zola Gilles. is like a different type of legend different era of legend to the two of them the best like I would have Frank Lampard in that I was just saying Frank Lampard definitely Frank Lampard like Frank Lampard Terry and Drogba and that's a crazy card or even Peter Cech yeah 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 a four with Peter Cech I think that exists by Panini but that's right that'd be amazing and then Paul Scholes Ryan Giggs and Eric Cantona in light of recent events Eric Cantona on his own would be preferable yeah but I think they are in the checklist as well just Cantona autos oh right but that's a mad triple auto should have had like a dual auto of Paul Scholes on his daughter's feet Oh my god! That was like Enzo. Don't make the joke. Yeah. Don't the do room it. Room says. Room said, "Don't, don't make do a jewel auto of Paul Skulls and his daughter's feet." It's okay. You don't have to get that. That was crazy. There is also a Legends autograph by Robbie Keane. If anyone pulls crazy. Robbie Keane auto, as an Irish man, yeah, please uh, talk s- to Jason. Send it to me for free. Probably. No, put a premium on it. Even though no one else will buy it, put a no, premium put on a it because Jason will be looking and he will buy. Oh. I, I will buy <laughs> it. You will buy it? I will buy it. It's a, it's a seller's market when it comes to Robbie Keane autos. <laughs> um, even though I could probably get one really cheap. I know he made a few for LA Galaxy and all Yeah, but that. he could be... Oh, you reckon, what kit would he be in? Spurs. Oh, Champions League. Yeah. yeah I would yeah, say Spurs. Yeah, yeah, Champions League set. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm foolish. Um, could be Liverpool. Could be. But I would That'd say... That would be weird. It'd be Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really so, want a Spurs card? Well. Well. I bought a lot of Deadly Alley cards, didn't I? That we went well. Them. That went well. Mm. So, but Robbie Kane's already retired. So my yeah, yeah, yeah. it's know, fine. It's fine. And he did well at Spurs. Yes, very much. Yeah, did well him everywhere and, he him went. And, uh, Peter Crouch. That was an iconic duo. Berba in there as well. Listen, those were the glory days. The glory days before Poch gave the poor Spurs fans expectations. <laughs> they gave them hope. <laughs> they were happier. <clears throat> they were happier with Robbie Kane and Peter Crouch up front. Not ah, this Harry Kane card. No. Um. So. It looks like Deco is still selling on eBay at around uh, the three hundred euro, four hundred euro mark in that in between that. Yeah. So, uh, hope everyone. I would say flip one unless you think there's a Robbie Keane auto in there because you'll get more than the three hundred for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jason will be sniffing. I'm not paying a premium. <laughs> I'm not doing. Don't put that out there. I'm saying. Um. So then, 
more news from Tops in terms of releases. Okay. We heard this week. Um, oh, the Steve Aoki set went down really, really well. I think we spoke on that. Steve but Aoki. They got it in hand recently. They loved Montgomery it. Club exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it in the last episode. I think we did, yeah. It but says Steve Aoki on all the cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. But people loved them. Yeah. So, then on Beckett.com, we heard this week from Ryan Cracknell, who cracked another story. Oh, come on, Ryan. Ryan the Cracker Cracknell. Fucking That's probably his. If he's white, that's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Crack, crack, no. um, he uh, broke the news to us that uh, Tops are releasing a UEFA Champions League set this season that is not Chrome. Not Chrome. It's a paper set, like they have Tops MLS. Oh. That seems to be what this is modelled on. Um, it says, uh, it takes a more subdued approach than the more plentiful Chromium and high-end hobby releases. The flagship style release brings more traditionally made cards and stresses inserts and set building over modern hits. Oh. It's similar to what Topps has introduced with the Bundesliga in 2021-22 as well. Hold on. So we're just finding that out as well. They did that? Oh, for this year? They're doing that for this year. So yeah. you meant they were saying they did it last year and I was like, we missed that. No, no, they seem to be doing that. Okay, so some set collector sets. Basically, yeah. se- segregating, letting people know... Chrome is premium shit. Yeah, don't worry if you don't want to be in the in the trenches hunting Chrome. You can still have a few rookie cards on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so autographs are very much on the checklist, which is a strange way to phrase that. We like that. Uh, they're not, they're just not guaranteed in every box or even a major focal point. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Makes some rarer as well. So the central part of the checklist is a base set totaling two hundred cards. It showcases top. That's players. big. Stop. Two hundred cards is big. Yeah, big. That's a very because to date Champions League Chrome has only ever been a hundred card checklist, so that's big. This is wider. That's much wider, and it it falls in line with other sports, but like that's huge. Mm. Chelsea has a five card title winner subset. Five card title winner. Okay. Just inserts. Yeah, yeah. Inserts. That's fine. So I see a Gavi rookie in the concept art here. I see an Erling Haaland card. Um. So there's. Oh, Tops is also bringing the All-Star Rookie Cup team, a long-standing baseball tradition to soccer in this set. Standouts from 21, 20, 2020... Oh, my God, hang on. The dual class. Standouts of the dual class will have a Rookie Cup icon on their card. So not a Rookie logo, okay. but a Rookie Cup icon. Basically, best of the rookies. And that won't be actually too easy to do based on last year's class. So that'll mm. be fun. Debates, yeah. Jason, debates. So we have value boxes and hobby boxes. Okay. So uh, the... 200 base cards will have more than a dozen parallels. So with a speckle foil, that's value boxes only. Starball foil, that's hobby only. Aqua, yellow, neon green, icy blue, silver foil, gold star ball. These are all foil, by the way. Uh, <laughs> icy blue is hobby only. Gold star ball is hobby only. Icy black is hobby only. Red foil, printing plates, one of one. And foil We've never factors, had printing plates in soccer from tops, I believe. Oh, wow. Inserts. Half a dozen insert sets. Half a dozen. Some are easy to find, while others are of the case hit variety. There's, okay, so there's Kaboom, National Treasures-esque. Yeah, except not as good, because Panini do inserts, do kind of case hits. But like, maybe this is different. Maybe they're bringing this to the... Maybe. Could maybe. be. We have the road to St. Petersburg, which is where I presume the Champions League final is this yeah. season. Um, then we have uh, the 1975-76 top footballers, one in five packs. That's like the... The red and blue. You see them in the MLS. Insert. Do you want to see the screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That looks like a fucking... That looks similar to, like, the 86 Fleer. 
Yes, you know, it does. Actually, looks very yeah. old school. Future stars, um, best of the best, different things. Then we have autos. While not a promised box hit, collectors can find signatures in two themes. So there's different autos as well. Two themes. Two different themes, not teams. Themes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Themes. Yeah. So that could that be on card and sticker, or is that something else? Oh no, hang on. There are base autos and ultimate stage autos. That's the two themes. What's ultimate stage? That's what we have to find out. That is what we have like to insert find. autos, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there we go. Oh, Steve Aoki's going to be all over that Steve ultimate Aoki stage. Has a couple of different. Yeah. <clears throat> main stage. Who's on the main stage? Steve, Steve Aoki. Aoki is autos. Um. So there we go. That's interesting. I think it's good. I, I at this stage, I think it's good. <laughs> at this stage, like. I was personally worried about Chrome, where Chrome might be going this year. Yeah. Because the print runs got so big. Last year. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, tops are, like, losing license, like, they're hemorrhaging licenses at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was worried they were going to just hit the... The red button Chrome button. Oh, and just explode. They Chrome. did that last year. Like, the pricing, Champions League Chrome at 350 Crazy. And, like, having such a big supply, crazy. Yeah. So and blasters and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. These at least hopefully will be a way that people can actually collect the rookies they want collect the teams they want have a chance at autos and have a chance at a super rare card like this kind of because like, if you think of Don Russ which will come out and it's going to be so exciting like that's going to have a huge print run as well yeah and you think of Prism it does as well for other sports and Top Scrum for other sports but then that makes the one of one a much crazier yeah experience mm-hmm. you know and that's why when you have Kaboom inserts and you have National Treasure inserts again like like kabooms are things you only fucking really see at card shows mm. that's how like rare they are like, people are not putting them on ebay like it's really like national treasures especially and from like prism and stuff like you'd rarely really see them on ebay for certain players and you would rarely see like psa 10 unless it's like a golden auction or you know it's like a yeah, big yeah, deal yeah, big card and i don't feel like tops really have those kind of big deal cards necessarily in their yeah sense. it's generally just the low number parallels yeah low number yeah. parallels are the, the big cards but they don't have those super super short print mm beautiful card that's worth you know having yeah agreed so i think it's good hopefully uh we get both configurations in europe that's my big yeah. hope and um, the value boxes and the hobby boxes and um, because i know last year we didn't get blasters we didn't um for chrome so or merlin or merlin yeah so i mean hopefully it's it's a good step and my big thing is i hope it's priced if you're if, you, if you're going out on the limb to make the distinction between chrome and paper and if you're going 200 base checklist. And two different configurations. Like the value box better be value. <laughs> you know? I'm scared it's going to be like Chrome prices. But like maybe not the 350 Chrome prices. But like OG Chrome prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know. We'll which, see. Yeah. We'll see. But um, still, it could impact the value of Chrome a little bit. Up or down? Oh. Mm. Bit of both maybe. I think it maybe brings the, the resale value for Chrome wax down. But Chrome singles up. Oh. If you have a rare Chrome card. If you like, is it Chrome? Is it Chrome? Wow. But then if it's like, I could get two or three paper boxes for how much, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of thing. It'll be politics. And then like the Sapphire again, which is creme de la creme. Yeah. Wow. I think it's good and bad, but I like it. 
it is we're definitely starting to feel the effects of the licensing kicking in though yeah 100 you know we're like tops so, have locked in uefa for another few years and now it's like all right but like i would hope the print run either stays the same as last year or gets reduced because if you're oh, going wrong. yeah if you're going to a 200 base checklist that's one way to up your print run but maybe we stay on the 100 base checklist i mean that's what actually be good if we had a 200 base checklist and on, then you refine it and it's refined for chrome oh, i doubt that though I, I hope it, but I doubt it. It'll be interesting to see, though. I'm excited. Mm. So there we go. I'll be interested to see if they can squeeze a 200 base checklist out of the Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be everybody. Um, I'll see if it says anything, actually, on this uh, on the Beckett article about that. The Bundesliga. Uh, it does say a 200-card checklist. For Bundesliga. That could be good, because you could end up finding like rookies that wouldn't... I mean, they already find all the rookies, don't they, and throw them yeah, in? Yeah, they do. Listen, I guess one of our kind of critiques last year is that, like, you know, Atlanta in Champions League, Chrome had like three players. And that's, they were, maybe, yeah. maybe that's right. So let's have 200, and let's actually, for the team collectors, have all their players in it. Yeah, okay. I would like to open a box. Like, it sounds crazy, but like, if you look at last year's box, if I bought a box of Tops Chrome Champions League and I really wanted to hit a Musiala or a Mukoku, I felt pretty confident there'd be one in the box. Yeah. And that's great for value if you want to buy it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funner to kind of like. To not know, like to you know, getting a Mukoku is a bigger deal. Yeah. If it's a two hundred base checklist and the same amount of packs, so could be interesting. Okay. Um. So that's pretty much all the hobby stuff, except we have to review the party that we were at on Saturday night. But there was one more hobby thing before we get to that. What's that? Ken Golden. Oh yeah, I didn't. Hear and that. this is not an ad, but it is a big deal potentially. I'm doing a star potentially. Ken Golden has been teasing in a very like, it's been, like, he's posting every day, but it seems very, very subdued. Yeah. Because, like, you know, Ken's pumping is unmatched. So, in that case, even though he's posted every day and is doing a daily countdown, you listening to this might not know what's happening, and therefore, it's subdued. Um, <clears throat> it's on Golden Auctions. They've been posting a photo of a card, slabbed card, that's important to point out. They've been PSA and they've been BGS. I don't think any other grading company. And they've been big, big cards. And with it, they say, on the 2nd of November, which is tomorrow, Jason. Right. The new golden marketplace coming soon. So, this could be like an eBay... Competitor. Competitor. Which is potentially giant because... Wait, there's, there's more. Okay. Breaking news. Our new platform is launching on the 2nd of November. We are committed to providing collectors a world-class experience and can't wait to see what the new marketplace has to offer. Stay tuned for more updates. Who's ready? My fear is that it's going to be US only, especially to start with. Right. Because that's like, ah, you bastard golden auction. Um, My hope is that it has a great, like, listen, Ken has been making so much money this year at his auction house. Yeah. And one of the biggest gaps in the hobby is a marketplace to rival eBay in an efficient and streamlined, good user interface kind of way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what he's about to deliver. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I know PWCC are also doing a... They've had like a marketplace though. Um, but they're building it out. They're Proper one, like yeah. Two points. Since they got kicked off eBay. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, right, let's go. Yeah. Let's double down. But I feel like Ken has more cash. Maybe so. Um, one thing I would say is... Definitely more brand. Is he doing it... I hope it's not a case of he... Has my cards. That's what I'm thinking. But I'm thinking it's going to be slab only. 
Mm. And therefore, he won't have to receive your cards. Okay. Okay. Maybe but he so. might. He might. He might say like, that could be the easy. If you're not, all... yeah, if you're not eBay, that could be the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Because he could like offer the value of we'll make sure they're not counterfeit and da da da. I'm hoping it's not that because that just adds problematics for non-US people. Like I don't want to ship it all the way to the states, and then when I want to sell it, I can. You know, if I know for sure I want to sell this card, I would do it. But. I, I'm hoping it's basically eBay slabbed cards only, which is fair enough. Like, I would accept that. I can't imagine it would be raw cards. Right. eBay slabbed cards, hoping SGC is involved. Like, we can use SGC. I don't well, think... SGC is one of Ken's three. Three, yeah. For, yeah, so I'm assuming... In this, I've only seen the BGS and the PSA, but I would assume okay. SGC is in here. And that would actually be really funny because then if it is successful... Like, on eBay, you can sell any fucking slab, but it's going to really change the grading game a little bit if, if it is this type of marketplace mm. because... People are like, oh, but HGA. And it's like, well, Ken doesn't fucking accept HGA. And now that's kind of the, the gold standard. Right. The golden standard. The golden standard. And like that, that's huge. Again, not an ad. And it's also potentially filthy because then Ken could be like, give me all the money and I'll accept HGA on my, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hobby's filthy at times. But, but we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping it's an eBay competitor that has lower fees and has a really user-friendly app, good features, at which point it could actually be a huge game changer just for like market liquidity and actually, yeah. you know. He might also say that it, there's a minimum card value. Yeah. He can't only fucks with big shit. Yeah. But I can't, I don't know. Like, it could be anything. I can't, like, I think it'll be fairly refined with the possibility of yeah. opening out. But I do think it could have huge potential. Well, we'll see. We'll see what Ken decides to do. I'm excited. It's tomorrow. I'm excited to see what it is. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be US exclusive to start with, but. Yeah. Or it'll be, I'd say it would be US exclusive and, or if you have stuff in the golden vault. Yeah, that kind of... Then do whatever. Or you can send it to the Golden yeah. Vault. Again, not an ad, but... Keep an eye on that. How can you not? Yeah. The party review. We got to the party. <laughs> we got to the party. We got to the party and we did a, a deal on a yeah. card with our friend... Faye. Faye. Um, Who a lot of people have clamoured to have him on the show, Jason. Yeah, there's been a clamouring to have Faye on the show. Um, but then, we, we, how did you feel what about what he said cards? about the, the height restriction? Oh, I, I'm not... Um, Engaging with that? No, no, I'm not self-conscious about my height. Okay, that's, that's it. good. It sounded so, like I was getting a day off. Yeah, because, well... <laughs> he, he he said um, he wanted to co-host a podcast hmm. for like a guest appearance. Um, and then I said, that's great, you can go instead of me. No, I said, who gets a day off? And I volunteered yeah, myself. Of course. Um, and then he said, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, but anyway... <laughs> had an off 25 Charles Leclerc F1 Sapphire card that he was looking portrait portrait that is number card. four that is number four um, it's Charles Leclerc's rookie yeah um, obviously Ferrari driver very talented young uh, uh, race car driver and attractive too oh, a big hit with the ladies with the ladies some of the men yeah from what I understand yeah listen hey and um, yeah so he was looking to move it. He was talking to buyers worldwide. And we said, hold on. But this is this almost ties into the Ken Golden marketplace. I said, don't take these eBay fees. And another thing that you can't really control is don't deal with the shipping. Don't deal with all that. Before you sell that card, when you're ready to sell it, come to me. Yeah. Let me for, let me have first refusal. Let me... Yeah. Let's have a talk. And this is very important because we're obviously in Dublin, Ireland. The Irish hobby is not very well established. At all. At all. We're working on it, though. We're doing our best. And so, th- there's not really... Like, there are no card shows here. No, no. You can't really just rock up. Like, if I want to sell something, 
I can't like go down to my local card store. The closest I can do is basically go to Soccer Cards United. Yeah, or like, Faye. Or Faye and, and be like, hey, do you want to buy this off me? Yeah. You know, I'm not going to meet anyone at a show or at cards. But that gave us like a good anyway. insight into what it would be like living in the States. Yeah, or living in a, in a big hobby area or being yeah. able to pop out of Dallas to the card show or whatever. Um, so we deals. said to Faye, first refusal. And then he eventually he said, right, I want to want to part with this. And we said, okay. We said, okay. We said, talk to me. Let's settle on a price. Um, and the price we came to, maybe we won't say it out loud, but the price we came to was, uh, we think probably the biggest sports card sale uh, in, ever within Ireland. Within, yeah. So maybe Irish people have sold, we definitely have sold bigger cards outside of Ireland. And we've definitely received received bigger cards. But we've never, within Ireland, Irish tired. Irish person not even like Irish person but like Irish resident to Irish the resident of us not important. no no the Irish resident to Irish resident, resident yeah 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 yeah. sports card transaction without the card leaving or entering the country exactly yeah potentially the, and that, that's huge that's huge um, potentially the biggest and again we say potentially because there's no proof it's not no there's no proof and so we're claiming not. it so um, yeah, and I'm unofficially claiming Halloween as the first ever edition of the international that's right with three participants Three voluntary participants. participants. I'm accusing everyone else at that party to have been involuntarily they were, at the international. They didn't even know it. And that's what it's going to be like. Yeah. We're going to be locked. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be just completely drunk, exchanging large amounts of money yeah. for pictures of handsome French men. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. Um, that's exciting. So so thank you to, to Faye for that card. Yeah, we got a really um, nice photo we put on our socials. Yeah. I think that's fun and, and we're holding it we're holding it probably for a year plus like we're we're yeah. long we're long term in it yeah f1 is just something that we we got interested in um when the, the set started coming out and we've since kind of been pay, paying a bit of attention to the market we've been on the hobby box box podcast uh, podcast so we just have a kind of keen eye on, on the f1 market and we think it's a growth market and um, i don't think it's ever going to be as popular as our beloved soccer no but i think that set is is a modern classic yeah um so that's that. A um, couple of other things, Enzo. Talk to me. Uh, I had a delivery from ComC today. Uh, I had a lot of stuff on ComC, and back in August or September, I just said, okay, just ship a lot of that stuff to me. Um, I came home. I thought it was going to be a couple of slabs that I had, but it wasn't. It was just a load of r- rare uh, raw cards. So there's a. Ken won't a, be having that. A Karen Benzema. Uh, Can I actually hold that? 2014 Prism, World Cup Prism. It's a red, white, and blue Pulsar. Uh, unnumbered parallel. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah, I got a bit of the. Be- I got a few of the. Benzema. It's very good that he's back in the French squad, so it's kind yeah. of not a weird card. Well, I bought. I bought Benzema ahead of the Euros, mm. thinking maybe he'd have a great tournament, and he did have a great tournament. But France got knocked out so early. He had a great one. France didn't. Oh, I'm seeing the pulsar happening. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. And then I have this one from uh, 2015-16 Panini Select, which is a camo parallel to 249 of the Equalizers insert. Okay. Um, which is nice. Camel well. are no joke. Select is no joke. Yeah. Again, it's it's very cool. Whenever I have Panini, because Tops is more accessible over here. Yeah. Whenever I have Panini cards in hand, it's always a real thrill. Um, these are old school though. These are classic cards. Yeah, yeah. Twenty fourteen Prism, twenty fifteen Select, like all that kind of stuff. Like that's why you could really imagine having like the Mbappe Select or Messi Prism. As a parallel, like Huge. you understand yeah, why you understand they the matter, point. even though they're years away from the rookie. Definitely, you know? definitely. That's premium product, Jason. Then a few little kind of oddities. Then um, I have a two Romelu Lukaku 2014 World Cup stickers. I don't support that. Um, 
I was just trying to find an early Lukaku card. Yeah, that wasn't the Anderlecht. I couldn't af- I couldn't afford the Anderlecht uh, sticker. Is from it expensive though? There's only like a couple for sale. Yeah, and they're yeah. all like thousands of euro. And mangled. Uh, well, there's one graded. There's a BGS9 oh. that I've had my eye on, but it's, I'm not paying it. <laughs> um, then <laughs> a few Brian Hill stickers. Yeah, ahead of the transfer. Yeah, that was um, cool. And then a couple of Victor Rossermen. Match attacks. Match attacks from the Lille days. Check out the condition on those match attacks. That could be key. I've seen a few people DM me with these match attacks. Um, and then obviously the, the 20... 2017... The sticker. The sticker. Um, but I do believe that sticker will be semi-forgotten about. I, I don't know. I, no, I think, like, these are decent condition. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. The um, I think the sticker is obviously... It's, like, pre-rookie, but I also just think this match attacks. I love the Panini foot sticker, but I yeah. think this match attacks is going to be very... Like, it's going to be hard to have. So, I think if Victor Osimhen goes on to have a really, really good career... Yeah. Move to a Premier League club or something like that after his Napoli days... This will be one of the interesting cards, I think, to have. Yeah, I just really like them. So I just and I, these were going cheap on. And I think the Haaland Salzburg match attacks are very undervalued. Yeah, that was crazy when it found uh, it came out there on Twitter the other day, and the soccer card Twitter community came out that they were going for like fifteen pounds in the UK and a hundred dollars on, on the US <laughs> market, and then all of a sudden, like they just all sold out on the UK and it was all listed on, on <laughs> uh, US eBay. Um, and then I'll finish on this. I had one more. Uh, purchase I wanted to tell you about. Okay. Um, which do I know was, about this yet? Yeah, you do. Oh, this yes. was today when um, we heard Antonio Conte's wish list for Tottenham. <laughs> and as oh. we covered on the show a few weeks back, Dusan Vlajevic is not signing another contract with Fiorentina. No. He's on €800,000 a year at the moment. Jesus Christ. And he Christ. turned down €4 million a year contract. That's low though, um, eight hundred grand a year for a player like that. Well, no one knew who he was when they saw. No, him. okay, he they did a good job. Um, so anyway, his rookie sticker in the Partizan Belgrade from that was a major find. Major find. It's they sell it in Serbia for like sixty, seventy quid a pop. It's legal tender over there. It's legal tender. You can buy bread and beer <laughs> with, uh, with that. And then, but there's a fella in Slovenia undercutting the Serbians. Oh, there's real politics there's going real on there. real politics going on. And he was selling them for a sticker price, I think, of maybe €35 Euro per sticker. And it said more than 10 available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got 10 at €20 Euros a sticker. So if you still see that listing, I can tell you he'll accept €20 Euros if you're listening okay. to this. Okay, that's a, that's a nugget. That's a nugget. And I think you can, if, if we buy the Slovenian guy out, all yeah. we have to do is price match the Serbian and we're gold and we're home free that's was that just an orchestrated that was a filthy that was a pump I don't even think it was a pump but that was that was mobilising some people yeah I'm saying right boys it's a play it's a play I'm not going to call it I got 10 because what does my uncle Enzo always tell me (laughs) (laughs) volume volume so I like that so hopefully he goes to I I can guarantee you that he won't go to uh, the Premier League in January but how many more stickers does he have more than 10 available still yeah okay so maybe I should I should have messaged them you should not yeah you should have figured out because no because now here's the thing oh what's happened now it's easy at times to get volume yeah on stickers from Panini however that's an old enough sticker I'll say still it's only available in the Eastern European edition of Panini 365 from 2017 right my issue here be careful to not counterfeit Okay. That's it. And I'm not saying they are. Yeah. I'm not trying to scare people away from that play. 
Well, that's one of the reasons I didn't go uh, Serbia. Because when we ordered the... Oh, that Serbian uh, bastard. Champions League. He's coming to kill me. And I need to deal with that someday. Okay. But I'm just saying, be careful. Just because... Like, if you had 20 stickers, I wouldn't raise an eyebrow. But if he just has an infinite supply, is what I'm saying. Right. So when I get them, I need to inspect them. You need to ask him how many he has. Because if he says 200, you need to be like, bro. Yeah. But then who else can get Panini? It's only an Eastern Union. No, no, it makes sense. I, th- I don't think it is fake. I'm just saying always be on your guard. Yeah. Um, so That's a huge play, though. It's a big play. I'm excited uh, to get those. Um, I would say grading one would cover the cost of all of them. Assuming it comes back. Not a 10, but if it was an 8 or a 9, I think yeah. you could get one 200 for it. Could be good. I'm excited about that. Um, so, yeah, it's good. I like that. Again, as the season gets more and more advanced and we get close to a transfer window and we get closer to knowing who's playing the latter stages of the Champions League and mm. all that stuff, you can kind of get a bit more engaged. Whereas in the early part of the season, you're like, what's happening? Oh, it's another international break. Uh, you know? Yeah. Oh. Um, we have another international break, actually. We do. After the weekend. P- P- Portugal are coming to Ireland. That's right. Yeah. My God. The, it's the first full capacity game in the Aviva. Full capacity. Um, And tickets sold out instantly. And they're now 300 euro a pop on the reset market. I won't be paying that. Thank you very much. My brother wants to go to that. And he is a United fan. So he wants to see Ronaldo. Yeah. And it is his birthday in November as well. Wow. The 12th. I think it's the game is the day before. I think yeah. the game is the 11th. I forgot the tickets went on sale. They did. And they went was public sale. sale not the 4th of November? Am I wrong? No. It's all sold out. It's all sold out. 300 quid a pop. I think so, yeah. Ah, uh, to watch Ireland play. <laughs> yeah. Um. There we go. Although the last uh, Ireland-Portugal game was very good and then Ronaldo scored twice at the end. Broke a record. Yeah. So who knows what record it'll break this time. Yeah, it's true. Um. Right, that's us uh, for this week on Soccer Cards United. I hope everybody's keeping well. Um. Hope all you Man United fans are happy that Ollie's still at the wheel. Hope all you Spurs fans are happy whatever happens yeah I hope you're just as happy uh, I would I would, if I was a Spurs fan I'd become more attached to the process than the outcome if I were you yeah um, because the outcomes hold on to the hope but not too tight yeah and other than that uh, those of you in Champions League action <laughs> those of you playing in the Champions League during the week good luck and uh, we'll see you on Thursday for Postcards United um, and don't forget to tell your friends all about the number one soccer card podcast leave a review Leave a review on iTunes. We keep forgetting. And sign up to the mailing list. Yep. Get hyped and get ready. Get hyped, get ready, and and stay fresh. What a sign-off. Yep. That could be our new catchphrase. No, it won't be. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. See ya.